0: there, folks. You're listening to another exciting episode of You're Not My Father. Coming to you not so live from our studios here in Anchorage, Alaska. Get ready. I'm a podcast superstar. Welcome back, everyone. This is another episode of You're Not My Father. It's early in the morning, and so you can tell by the tone of my voice because I sound like my hero, James Earl Jones. Yeah, Yeah, not exactly. But what I am doing this morning is uh, I'm having a cup of coffee and I'm trying to relax. It's Saturday. Um, It's holiday weekend, Labor Day weekend. And I tell you what, this coffee is amazing because probably because it's hot. It's coffee. It has some creamer in it and, um, that's exactly what I'm looking for on a Saturday morning. There's always a good time for coffee. Never a bad time. So I'm not sure we might, um, put some copyright free jazz into this and, um, see where that takes us. Maybe, uh, some people are into that. Some people are not, uh, the older I get, the, uh, the more into jazz I kind of get. I grew up with, you know, pop music in the early 80s and Huey Lewis and the News and Madonna and and all that type of stuff. The police, the cars, things with the in front of it. Flock of Seagulls. (laughs) And um, it quickly kind of morphed into heavy metal and and hard rock. Um, As a wannabe guitarist, I guess call that. Um, yeah, I was immediately drawn to the fast driven, you know, hard rock scene of the, uh, early eighties in Los Angeles and Hollywood. And it was, uh, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Um, anyway, obviously I haven't had enough coffee. I don't know where that conversation was going to go to. Here's to rectifying that. But, um, you know, today I want to talk to you about a a new game that I've come up with. Um chances are you probably played it. I'm I'm definitely not the uh the progenitor of this game by any means, but um it's called Couch Blanket Bingo. If you've never heard of it, that's okay. You know. <laughs> I really haven't either before all this. I just kind of made it up. Well, you know, why? Well, it's uh it's a particular scenario. No, I'll do my best, Liam Neeson voice. I have a particular set of skills in the scenario <laughs> that plays out amongst fathers that you've probably been a part of, whether you really li- realize it or not. It's a pretty easy game to play, ready to learn. <laughs> it, it actually really is, um, and very low effort um, for the most part. So first things first, you have to find an activity that involves a blanket. So I'm talking about like being in a bed or on a couch, you know, that sort of thing. You know, you've got a you got a blanket. So you get nice and comfortable, make sure that you're watching TV or playing on your phone or playing your favorite looter shooter game, which mine is Destiny 2, um, for sure. rather really great. Things are nice, going great. Get that middle picture. It's a little good. Yeah. Yeah. Things are enjoyable, that type of stuff. So the next thing is, um, <laughs> again, you don't have a whole lot of control over this. Your kids or your significant other comes in. Usually something benign, like a kid comes in with their tablet and sits next to you. No problem. Hey, you're still playing, having a beverage, just like I am. And then, you know, (laughs) your blanket is now my blanket. Um, (laughs) That's how it happens. You can just imagine cold feet all over your legs. Yeah. Yeah. The blanket is, uh, is now their blanket. So you shriek or maybe you groan and then you move away some, but the blanket just doesn't come with you. It's been assimilated by this kid or significant other. And, um, it's a battle. This one lost in inches and you've lost a whole lot, buddy. And around this time, you know, maybe, maybe your wife comes in. (laughs) Oh, that looks comfortable. Well, bam, jumps on the couch. Nestles her cold feet under your legs. More inches are gone. Time goes on. Channels of turn, shows change, blanket losses mount. Eventually, you have a little bit of blanket left. You're cold, the show is now on Ryan's world, and your world has taken a turn for the worst. Now, I know I'm not the only one that this has happened to. Like tons of folks across the world, this happens to them all the time. But I didn't come to complain. No, of course not. I've come to share my five easy steps to keeping your blanket. <laughs> Maybe it's a Linus thing. Maybe it's not that easy. As a matter of fact, they're all probably pretty hard. They're totally worth it. So here's what I do. You find out what blanket your family hates, and you use that one. Well, this takes a little bit of doing. My wife doesn't really like wool blankets. They're kind of scratchy. For other folks in the house, it may take a little bit of doing. Kids are easier. They hate my little pony. You may just have to go out and get one of those blankets. Sacrifices must be made. Now, if step two fails, you have to do the dirty. When I mean dirty, I mean you make your blanket dirty. Greasy, nasty, just disgusting. It's a dirty job, but you're up for it, right? So, I mean, you just got to funk it up a little bit, and sure enough, somebody's going to take notice of that and not going to want to climb under there. Um, <laughs> smells like teen spirit. Well, maybe something off-smelling will deter them from using your blanket. Um. Not for the faint of heart. And probably not anyone else would choose, but desperate times call for desperate measures. Um, now, this one's this one's a little, little odd. You're only using a small blanket. That's got some cons to it. And you just might lose the whole blanket right away, or even worse, somebody decides that they want it in their lap. But this can work. It won't even cover up my feet, let alone yours. You can't have it. So this last one, and if you're keeping track, this is probably number five, (laughs) this last one, it makes the most sense. So it's the one that you're probably less likely to do because planning mind numbing couch entertainment really doesn't make sense. So you keep an extra blanket hidden or just on the couch. Invariably they won't want the spare, but if you make sure you love the spare, who's the real winner, then you go Machiavelli. And the other thing that's kind of changed in the last, uh, Month or two is, um, you know, the kids being out of school and being home for quarantine and whatnot. And pause while I sip this coffee. I rather a gulp. But the kids uh, have been down in the big room where the TV is, the big couch, and um, big blankets have ended up down there. And part of me is like, Hmm. kind of respect the blanket game here. They put a blanket out here or comforter that'll cover this entire couch. We've got a big couch. It's big sectional type deal. And um, it looks like crap. <laughs> you know, the couch is not organized. There's this huge blanket all over the place. You can't really fold it. I mean, it's meant for like a queen size bed, but then you get nestled down into it. And then you're like, Hmm you know what this blanket can really take care of all my woes. I'm not quite sure how I feel about that because I didn't come up with this idea. And of course that insults my, uh, my manhood, fatherhood and all the other Machiavellian ideas that I would probably have. And, um, uh, that's a problem for me. I don't know if I can handle that, but, um, it's not the end all be all. It's not the nuclear option when it comes to blankets on the couch. Um, Cause last night I was, I was actually kind of cold because my wife had part of it and I had most of it. And then my son jumps up on it and then he wants to be underneath it, but kind of have his head out. Long story short, the way the blanket's made is not, uh, wasn't really going to work. So well, there you go. Beach blanket bingo. Um, it is not, it's called couch blanket bingo and I had to go look at my notes to make sure I was calling it the right thing. <clears throat> but, um, you know, it, it kind of changes things when it comes to being in, in a bed though. Um, <laughs> after all, couch blanket, eh, couch blanket bingo doesn't even have the word bed in it for crying out loud. So whenever you're in a bed, you know, those rules kind of change a little bit, uh, but the game doesn't. You still end up with less covers and there's no winning. So I'm just gonna call this this one like it is. If you pull the covers, you're the blanket hawk. How many covers are on the opposite side? It's not enough. They're just trying to survive. How can you do that to people? It's a bad option. Don't do that. And if you're gonna get up, get a blanket, do that. You don't wanna be under the covers with me? Oh. There's a problem there, um, more issues. The drama continues. And if you get up and sleep on the couch while well, you're probably asking for trouble. Now you're playing, guess who's in the doghouse? <laughs> so the game doesn't really work out and this coffee isn't really working either. So let me pause while I have another sip. Gulp or chug. So what do you do? What do you do with this game? Well, winning this game is about planning, you know, kind of like what we're talking about with the couch. There's just no way around it. Here's some solutions for the bed. And they're not great ones. (laughs) I've only got two. So just be prepared. So (laughs) have a spare blanket. Okay. Just stick to the fundamentals here, kid. Be prepared. That's the name of the game. The covers come up, stealth in that spare blanket and go back to sleep. You might even get bonus points for that for not having woken anybody up or whatever. Um, Con to that one, you might end up needing that spare blanket because they might decide that, uh, yeah, this is a great living arrangement and um, you need to have that blanket. Whatever. (laughs) Number two, having lost this game too many times to count, I decided to do some research and get trained. That's right. Use the old noggin, the noodle, the internet. Um, I searched out some esoteric knowledge of the ancients, people that have come before me, the fathers that have come as far back, you know, (laughs) the beginning. And, uh, you know what? I found something that was called the California King. Well, what the hell is that? (laughs) Well, a King size bed is a King or so you thought, well, California King is even bigger because Hey, it's California. So what you can do is you can buy California King sheets and blankets. Now that's all pro and that's all state. You know, you are the king. So you buy some of that, go to Amazon, find the ones that you want, get it on your bed, and you can look at that generous hang of the blankets gently draping over the sides and almost hitting the floor. Now you can take a look at that. That extra cloth is what's going to keep you warm at night when your California girl isn't, isn't getting you any of the covers. And she still gives you grief after that for pulling on the cup co- pulling your covers because she had you just go snap a picture on the side of the bed with those covers all bunched up over where you're over here freezing in the uh, polar regions of, <laughs> of the bedroom. Um maybe you use that picture, maybe you don't, but if you're like most people, you realize the futility of <laughs> of the scenario. And ultimately, you're not really going to win. So take my advice. Do number two. Get the California King sheets (laughs) and blankets. Be all pro. Be all state. Be the king, queen, you know, or whoever you want to be. And make that happen. That's my advice. That's some fatherly advice that you can take to the bank. Now, as far as like the pictures go and all the other stuff, well, I would not keep that on your phone. I also would not bring that up at a party or in a group event where you and a bunch of your mutual friends are sitting around and then something comes up and you retort that with that picture and you're like, hey, check this out. You're probably going to regret that. So mark that as, you know, private as only, um, or better yet, just go ahead and delete it. You took the picture, feel safe and secure that you took evidence that you had a photographic proof, but you were a better person. You got rid of it because you love them and you take care of them and they take care of you. that's really what it's all about. It's having a great family. And, uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's really kind of where it's at. Outside of that, um, news update on COVID. I think we're officially past the, uh, 10 day isolation window from whenever we first started having symptoms. So that one's, uh, kind of interesting, um, you know. Where do you where do you go from here? For me personally. Um, I had the Moderna shot. I had two shots. I had those back in April, I think, something like that. So um I've got like six months in on that. And uh having COVID, I mean, what do you do after that? I mean, are you essentially bulletproof from COVID? Can I roll around in COVID? Can mean COVID hang out again? I don't know. Um I say all this in jest, but I'm kind of curious as to, uh, you know, where do we go from here? Um, if I was asked, Rose, I'd be like, where do we go? Where do we go now, sweet child of mine, sweet COVID of mine? I don't know. <laughs> probably one of the worst things that <laughs> I've said on this this podcast, or probably one of the funniest things I've ever said on this podcast. And it's too early to to do an Ax Rose impersonation, but if you can see me do the Ax Rose sway, then then you understand that I'm a true fan, um, absolutely a true Guns and Roses believer. By the way, one of my favorite bands of all time. But yeah, what do you do with COVID now? Um, it's an interesting situation. Um, I'm not quite sure where we go from here, but um, anyway. Um, Being like I think 12 days in, 13 days in with symptoms. Um, I'm kind of mostly still dehydrated. But I feel fine. Yesterday I was really dehydrated. My fault. Um, but um, because I just wasn't drinking enough. I have that problem. And um got a headache. But outside of that, I'm doing pretty good. I mean, I got up early and rambunctious and doing stuff and picked up a guitar and was playing it in the bed while my wife's trying to sort of chill out and relax and she left so that was exciting <laughs> I would say um I definitely feel way way better so we've been lucky um, very mild symptoms that we had and, and um, yeah so so we're thankful for that and uh you know we're we're definitely um, thinking about everyone else who's who suffered and hasn't been lucky as us. And we really hope that uh, those people find their solace and um, peace with whatever's happened. And, you know, yeah. So not to, not to make it too serious, but, you know, basically I swear we're at. Um, Yeah. We've got a little bit of time left in this podcast. We're, we're running a little fast, quick or short. A little bit. So let's do something uh let's do something different. You know, kind of like what you would see in a in a regular show, nightly show. Um, we're gonna talk about the news. So let's look at some headlines here. Um, Taliban Special Forces being a bring abrupt end to women's protest. Yeah, I can totally see that. They uh yeah. Outrage, sick, and terrified, guardian readers on the Texas Abortion Ban. Yeah, some really serious headlines here. Um, definitely worthy of, of discussion, but just not on my podcast. Uh, we, uh, we we try to keep it light. Um, Hurricane Ida evacuees urged to return to New Orleans. Um, you know, there's been a lot of a lot of serious things going on here recently. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's important that we try to we try to be uh, honest with each other but also try to have a little light and brevity as well and try to remember that, you know, we're all in this together, whether we like it or not. You know, we're all humans. We're all in this world and it's becoming a painfully small world and we need to be respectful of one another, uh, respect one another's opinions and try to try to work with each other. So we're not going to read those crazy headlines. We'll read some, um, funny ones or maybe not so crazy headlines. Um, windows 11, windows eleven's coming out as a, uh, long time tech person. I feel a little bit miffed by that. I have a super high end PC. Um, basically top of the line, like three or four years ago, like top of the line. I spent money on that. And um, I can't run Windows 11. Why is that? Because my processor, while a super high-end processor, is not on the list of supported processors for Windows 11. Bad move, Microsoft. Um, I'm hoping that they uh, they walk that one back, but who knows? I haven't heard a really decent reason on why that is. I um, also you get a lot of news. About Destiny 2, because that's one of my favorite games. The um oh, what is it? The season of The Witch Queen. Anyway, the wheat the Witch Queen expansion that's coming out in February. Um, it'll be happening pretty soon. Um pretty excited for what the storyline has been. There's been some good changes. Um and yeah, I've I've been addicted. Um Shang-Chi is out for Marvel, which we went and saw yesterday, um, in a limited engagement and, uh, it was really, really great. Um, love to see the Asian community. So well represented by fantastic, amazing actors and actresses. Um, you know, the storyline was, was really good. Um, felt a little short, maybe a little over the top in in some places, but really just a, a good movie um certainly not the not the worst marvel movie and certainly not the best one but um really really love the the characters um aquafina was hysterical um <laughs> the tongue-in-cheekness of everything was you know for those scenes it was just really really good so um can't wait to see those characters come back into another movie um, yeah. So, so good, good job, Marvel. Uh, let's see what else we got. Charles Barkley hits anti-vaccine support stars with a blunt reminder. I don't care. I love Charles Barkley, but he's an go Um, Jerry Cantrell, um, is the news. He's got a new album out. That's really cool. I haven't listened to it yet, but, um, it's on my list of things to do eventually. Um, Chris Hemwork, Kim Hemsworth, <laughs> Thor trainer says protein shakes and creatine are a waste of time. If you want to build muscle and burn fat, how does anybody do anything in the fitness world? Everything they do is wrong. Then it's right. That's wrong. I'm not even sure. What's going on in Anchorage? Um, they are, the mayor is asking to suspend the uh, plastic bag ban. So here in Anchorage, they got rid of plastic bags and then they had to charge you for um, paper bags. So it's essentially kind of like a tax on bags, if you will, I guess. That's the, that's the 9.30 in the morning, not enough coffee type of uh, view for, for what that is. Anyway, they suspended that because of COVID. And then it was due to expire again. And then the mayor's suspending it again. So, hey, I'm gra I'm glad for that. Um, you yeah, know, most of the places that we shop have all been paper bags for the last two years, I guess. Um, really, what it amounts to us is that we don't get charged for it. Like, like have to get charged for it. Um, so, yeah. Um, there you go. Uh, let's see what else more local news here another shooting um shooting that where apd essentially got um one of their officers accidentally shot another officer while there was responding to a shooting which is you know really sad hopefully that officer is doing well and recovering Um, they do a really great job out there Um, accidents do happen and you know nobody needs to suffer from that um uh, somebody got appointed to the Permanent Fund Dividend Division. If you don't know that much about Alaska, the Permanent Fund is um it's like a trust fund that was set up uh right after oil was found or discovered back in I guess the 70s or 60s. And um it's supposed to pay out a certain amount every year, and it's been a big bickering fight. And um, uh, yeah. So very contentious, always on the news, seems like it, uh, for several years now, um, because the state government wants to take the money that is meant for other people. So there you go. Um, and yeah, how much money do you get? Um, you know, it varies. I think this year after some hotly contested debating, it was, it's going to be about $1,100 per person. Um, which is really interesting. Uh, a lot of people, Don't know that at least here in Anchorage at the moment, we don't pay a sales tax on most things, except for alcohol and, um, um, uh, property tax. We also don't have a state income tax and then plus you get the PFD. Um, so it's definitely some, some pros to being in the, um, being in Alaska for sure. Um, yeah. Nothing else really too exciting, you know, outside of the, the the typical norm. Um a lot of the uh a lot of the news here in Alaska is depressing. <laughs> and uh most people would probably say that that's indicative of all of the uh the news out there. But um I like to <laughs> I like to differ on that. Um, One piece of unofficial news is that it is officially pumpkin spice season. I don't know why it is officially that, but I'm starting to see pumpkin spice things pop up on social media. And that's all I need. I love pumpkin spice. I always have. I think I like pumpkin and pumpkin spice related things way before um, it became basic or anything else like that. So, um, here's to you, pumpkin spice lovers, pumpkin spice on. So I did order some pumpkin spice coffee creamer and some other things. And yes, I am going to be making some pumpkin pie cause I love pumpkin pie and, uh, yeah, it's that time of year to be, uh, out in the fall weather, I guess, wearing UGG boots, I never quite understood that even here in Alaska. I'm like, I would only wear those during certain periods of the year. But um, we're going to crank up our fire pit this weekend as long as it'll stop raining uh, between here and there and uh, have ourselves a great old time. And yeah, just enjoy the fall weather. Um, I don't like the, uh, the transitional seasons all that much. At least not up here um, in the south. Where you know where we're originally from, fall is pretty awesome. You know, you've got that. Yeah, you know, it's not too cold, but it's cool, crisp, and refreshing, just like a drink. <laughs> um, but up here, you know, it the transitional seasons are messy. I guess you know you have spring, which really isn't spring. It's just uh, what we call it is breakup, breakup of the ice and snow and stuff like that. It just gets you know slushy and nasty and, and cold and yeah, maybe it's hot, maybe it's cold, maybe it's not. Um, you know, it just it's gonna be messy, you know. You're tramping in slush and dirt and whatnot into the house for, you know, a good couple months, maybe. And then in the winter, you know, you've for fall, um, you know, you've got leaves and you've got, you know, snow and ice and rain and wet and you know, it's messy again. Um, so yeah, the transitional stuff is is just not that great, and um <laughs> one of my favorite things to fuss about is uh a glade scent it's called Alaskan Spring. I probably talked about this on the the podcast before, but Alaskan Spring is not what you would think it smells like dog poop and pee and garbage and whatnot. If you can just imagine all these things happening outside and not getting cleaned up and snow lays on top of it. And it happens again and snow lays on top of it. And it's like this horrible, nasty snow sandwich of sorts that you would never want to eat. And I don't know why I use sandwiches analogy, but um, then once it all melts, then it all, ugh, if you can just imagine it's, it's horrible. Alaskan spring is, is not pleasant at all. It's laughable as a matter of fact more like Alaskan summer would probably be a better term to, you know, a fragrant <laughs> type thing. Um, yeah. So it's that time of year that, you know, we need to get out and get things out of the garage, get things ready for winter, snow plow <laughs> type things. Um, so our snow blowers, shovels, ice picks, salt, that type of stuff, make sure that you've got your winter tires changed over, which I need to do. Um, you know, if, if that's what you, what you do, some people have all seasons and they're fine with that and some people don't, and you know, they're okay with that too. Um, like with studded tires. So there's typically a lot that you need to do to winterize your house and your yard. Uh, big shout out to this old house. If You don't know how to do any of these things. They have a YouTube channel that is amazing. Um, you can pretty much learn how to do just about anything and everything in that channel when it comes to house repair, it may not be an exhaustive guide, but it'll definitely get you in the right spot. Um, I highly recommend it, especially for somebody who's looking at buying a house and maybe needs to understand what a home ownership really does. So as a father, I can definitely tell you that, uh, we're going to segue into a small but brief section about home ownership. Um, basically being a, uh, a young person and you're going to have a home, um, you know, especially coming from the world of renting or, you know, living with your parents or that type of stuff, having your own home means a lot of work. Um, and that's not to say that, you know, you should be like depressed and, you know, weirded out about the whole thing, but um, yeah, it, it can it can be its own interesting type of hobby, home improvement. Um, it can be fun. You know, one of the best pieces of advice I could give you is you know, every time you go to Lowe's or Home Depot or one of those stores or whatever, pick yourself up a good tool. You know, just one. You know, get something. Get something that you need. Um, maybe maybe you don't even know that you need it yet, but something practical, um, and slowly start building up your, your tools. Um, and the reason is, is that you're going to need those tools eventually. Um, you know, if you're going to do your own maintenance in your house, which I highly encourage as you should, um, eventually you're gonna, well, if you're going to do home maintenance, you'll, you'll start needing those things. You'll want those things. Um, you may not need every thing power tool related wise that you see on the shelves like routers and table saws and, and that type of stuff but um but you just might so pick up these little tools especially you know like wrenches and um screwdrivers bit sets um that type of stuff um they work out really really well in pro tip there's something called an impact driver <laughs> so a regular screwdriver is just a regular screwdriver it does what it does and whatnot. An impact driver is something all entirely different. Um, I can't explain it too entirely correctly, but it, it's something that essentially it'll kick into a, like another drive and it'll power through things that, you know, your normal screwdriver couldn't or wouldn't do. Um, and it uses a different type of bit driver. It can still work in a screwdriver, but um, it's a bit different, but here's what I'll tell you: having two power or screwdrivers, or power hammer or impact driver, or and a regular screwdriver is kind of the way to go. I recently got two two new ones. It was kind of a package deal, and I was kind of interested in what an impact driver does. And um, this is how I run around the house now. I've got one that is a drill, like with a actual drill head on it. And the other one has, you know, assorted bits like Phillips head, flat tip, that type of stuff. And the reason for that is if you're putting things in walls or or that type of stuff, typically what you're needing to do is drill a pilot hole. This is something, you know, every father should tell their their kids, you know, drilling a pilot hole into whatever surface you're doing it in. So whether it's sheetrock or uh, wood, you know, drilling a pilot hole before you put a screw into it. So that pothole is a little bit smaller, maybe around the same diameter, it's gonna make things a lot easier, a lot less frustration, and you're gonna be able to get those um, screws into the walls or um, I forget what they're called. I think they're called mollies or um, drywall anchors, that type of stuff, um, into those walls. So having two of these instead of having to change up bits on a regular basis uh, makes things a whole lot better but um, we'll turn that into a different show for another day, kind of rambling on here. But um, the whole point of it is, is that you can do it smart as long as you've got the right tools. And um, patience is the name of the game. Once you start getting frustrated, which quite often I have in most of my experience, gotten frustrated and done things the wrong way. And uh, then you typically have to do them again. so there's a saying out there you know measure twice cut once um in my case maybe measure four times (laughs) and cut once um just to be sure so um if you do it right the first time you won't have to do it the second or third time typically but um anyway that's all we've got for today um look forward to our youtube channel um you're not my father on youtube Um, you'll see our videos. We're going to be posting a video this weekend about, um, our vacation wrap up where we went and did, um, a bunch of activities here in Alaska. So you'll get to see some cool Alaskan type, uh, touristy things, um, which we typically don't get to do here or don't typically do because I guess some Alaskans just don't do some of these touristy things. But, um, anyway, it's a really cool video. Um give you a a little bit of insight as to what an Alaskan vacation could be and some of the cool things that you can do as a family and taking advantage of in the Anchorage area. And um, thanks for listening and you all have a great day.